teacher was like, you should join the forensics team. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do anything after school, like, type of thing. Um, and forensics is, like, speech, right? It's like a theatrical speech. It's like, there's, like, blocks involved. You, like, it, it, it's a very interesting thing. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I remember like my the, friend who was at Mercy did forensics, and she was, like, super into it. Yeah, it was – a lot of the theater kids did it. So, um, yeah, that was, like, my one thing when I left high school was I was, like, bummed I didn't do that. And then I didn't really think about it. I was just, like, I'm going to do film stuff. Like, that's what I'm going to focus on. And then I went to school for a little bit, but then I moved back home. Uh, I lived in Chicago for, like, a second after high school. I went to Columbia, Chicago. Okay. Um, But, again – I didn't have the support system in place to like help me make the choices I needed to make, and uh, so that kind of ended quickly because I didn't have Things the got money. A little well, and I yeah, I like didn't have money to go there. <laughs> what year was that? I'm interested. Uh, 2007. Okay, so yeah, I I lived in Chicago during that time as well. Yeah, and you should have called Maggie first. You should have yeah. called me. Mm-hmm. I would have not been able to help you find. <laughs> <laughs> but we could have had some we fun. We could have commiserated yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I felt the same way in the sense that, like, I I went there not having, like, the financial backing. Yeah. Like, I was living off student loans. Yeah. And then the, uh, like, financial crisis of 2008, like, yeah. completely derailed my college. And yeah. I had to, like, drop out yeah. and uh, eventually just... move home and, yeah. like, all that stuff. It was a tough year to, like, go away to college. Like, yeah. the 2007s to 2008. Yeah, it was, it was, again, it was just one of those things where, like, I was super excited, like, kind of, like, I don't want to go to school, but, like, this is cool, and then, like, it kind of, it all, like, you know, went away, which is fine. I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't see myself head finishing anyway. Like, I just think it, I would have ended up, like, dropping out just because I don't like school that much. (laughs) But, But, um, but, yeah, so then I moved back home and was just kind of, like, nannying and trying to figure out where do you where fit do in I the belong? world yeah, Ugh, that is that. the hardest stage of life I feel it's like when you're like thrown out into the world and like the security of schools over and you're yeah. like oh okay now I need to like build this up from the ground by myself I guess yeah I'm not used to that yeah yeah it was it's such a strange I look back on it now I'm like damn man you took that time for granted <laughs> But <laughs> really, yeah. yeah, just because it was like I, you know, could have been doing so much more. But yeah. but do you feel like it at least got you out of your house and on your own? And do yeah, you think that, that was, was like the first time you were like, this is about Caitlin. This isn't about yeah. the oldest sister of five. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, getting that like that uh, space was super uh, helpful. I didn't like love that I felt like I was kind of like leaving that mess That's a very for my hard siblings. Feeling. Oh yeah, that must have been really hard. Um, and you know, I mean, cell phones existed then, so I was like still talking to my family. I knew that things were still like not well and like all of that stuff. But um, by the time I moved home, everything was kind of turning around for my parents. So it was for the better. Yes. Good. So it was like a nice. Uh, I kind of came home and it was like the first time in a long time once things like stayed they w- stayed sober that was like the first time I was able to like be in my house and felt like very comfortable so I was like very comfortable with just like working and living at home with my parents because it was like normal and I hadn't and really being with your siblings that. yeah That's nice. so um yeah <laughs>
that was your uh, seedling. And our final segment mm-hmm. is our sage statement. Or <laughs> our sage statement. <laughs> our sage stage. The, the sage. sage. Which is uh, 25-ish to present. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'd say like a big, a big thing that happened that like really formed me who I was. I mean, I met Steve when I was 23. How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met through mutual friends. Um, his one of his best friends and one of my best friends are brother and sister. Okay. So we started like seeing each hanging other. At the same yeah, time. hanging out at their the kids' parents' house. Um. So that was kind of like I mean he was like my first like boyfriend like really yeah like serious relationship you guys have been together for a good chunk of time now haven't ten, you 10 years Damn. this year yeah congrats that's awesome yeah so that was like a very uh it was you know it was like a scary thing because i was just i hadn't had something like that before but it really like and steve is awesome yes yeah, you guys are a great couple yeah. and yes. i love that you guys are individuals for sure that work well together yes you know yes. i don't you think can that... always tell when you're like on the outside watching a relationship if it's like this is a good healthy relationship or it's like oh this is like codependent and pathetic and you guys are totally insecure and trying to be like look at us we're so happy but like i can tell the two of you it's like this is a legitimately no i good like want to be in the in the mix okay so not, not, not in a sexual way just i love you too yeah no it was uh i yeah i've never like again throughout my like i just never had felt like I had found anybody that like you saw were like, the world you were the way like, I do. Okay, nice. Like liked a lot of the same things. Like it's very much like easy. Easy. Yeah. Yes. Do you feel like that was like the dependency that you were like missing maybe based off of some of the upbringing and like Yeah, I mean as soon as like we became like a thing, I mean like that was like things were fine with my family, but like it was really nice to have that like a safe A person in your corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, my sisters and I are super close. So like I've always had them, but, um, yeah, it was just a different, a different. There's feeling. a different thing when you have a relationship. Cause you're like, this is only yeah. mine. Yeah. This is the two yeah. of us. Yeah. Well, and you team. can make out with them. Yes. Yes. You, know? you yes. can make out, yes. do other things yeah, you too can, if you yeah. want. You can do lots of stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in part two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, 25 was like, I feel like I didn't. I think the thing that hit me the most was like the true stereotypical like I just I don't remember what it was or when it happened but like the clicking of like what is the point of life type of thing and yeah. it like st- I struggled with that I still do a, like quite a bit but yeah I feel like around that time I was like really like what is the fucking point yeah, like what's I going felt on? yeah why am I doing all of this I feel like for me at 25 was the point where I was like I no longer care about fitting in yeah I care about what makes me happy yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like a really important time of your life I remember going through the, like around the exact same time because I like I said I'm number five of six siblings and I was looking through the lens for like the longest time after I graduated college being like well my sister and my brothers they all did this by that yeah. point and mm-hmm. blah 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 and I'm not at those points yeah. and it made me feel so shitty about myself and then something just clicked one day and it's like wait a minute that's their journey yeah i'm allowed to have my own journey yeah. and literally the only thing that's important is if i'm happy yeah. and then that kind of like helped me get to where i am yeah today. I, I think too like I, I mean i think um i like well i was comparing myself to so many people for so long and, and then like toxic. when i was in like a healthy like relationship and like all of that it was kind of like 
well, this person like loves that I'm a weirdo, loves that I can't help but dance anywhere I am. Like this is all, all the things I was always so worried about are all the things that like I felt he like loves about he you. likes. So it was, it was a very, that was very reassuring, but yeah, it's the reassurance that you felt like you were probably missing. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, there was something, you know, like, yeah, actually I am really fucking cool. Right. Yeah. Thank you I'm for recognizing. Cool. Um, you are very fucking cool. But uh, truly. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like that time was like a lot of like, well, I can't do this like I can't nanny forever. I was really miserable at my job and like I didn't like know what my next like what my next step should be and was very like conflicted on that. And at that point it was like, well, I have to make like at that point in my life I was like I have to make money in order to like continue being a person so it was like do I go back to school I was like going through all these like I don't know like what the fuck to do I this is what I want to do but I don't really want again I want to do these things but I don't want to go to school for it I don't want to be like held down in that way um so it was just like did you ever go back to school no I did I never did either no yeah I've like never went back I've thought about now going I back, regret it. Actually, I have to I have to admit that I completely lied. I did go back to Macomb <laughs> Community College for one year because I thought I had. to. Yeah. But I, I knew the whole time this yeah. isn't going to be for me. Yeah. I don't think I just, you should go back to school until you're like, I know exactly what I want to do. Yeah. And, and like I got I, this I, all planned out because it's always, kind of a scam sometimes because they like bank on people not knowing what they want to do. So it's like just come to my school and pay a lot of money. Yeah. It's just so hard for me because like the. Uh, Yeah. I mean, once I found like improv and like performing in that way, I felt like I finally had figured out like what kind of outlet I needed. So tell us about how you found improv. Um, I uh, was 2015. Uh, We went to go see the 313 at the Detroit Film Theater. Okay. And at the time, Steve was at Wayne State and he was in classes with Janelle. So Janelle had kind of brought up like improv uh, the theaters and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we went to this show and, uh, we saw the three, one, three. I saw Mary Beth Monroe on stage and everything she was doing. I was just kind of like, this chick, I kind of like everything she's doing. Like, I really just like could not stop watching her. And I was like, I just, there's something about her. I feel like I might be able to do that. Right. Um, so that night I went home, uh, went, found out, more about planet ant and i like emailed like to find out when the next like there was like a taste of thing but uh it wasn't for like a while but i like signed up for the taste of improv uh and i what's that just like a one class yeah it was like it was like a thing where you went for like two hours yeah so it was all people that had never or were just considering taking classes at the ant it was like with sean hanlon and I did it. That's a good person to yeah. have your first I class with. I did the little taste of, and I sat down in the chair in the theater, signed up for classes, and that was that. I had Mark Soboleski as my first teacher. I love Mark. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, as soon as, I don't know, just something, I, just what I was looking for. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, I feel like that has been, like, the most, like, formative like journey that I've been on with like just discovering more learning more about myself and like and just like surrounding yourself with similar people so many like-minded people that like I mean I've always I have a huge group of friends that are also like super awesome and creative and all of that um but it's just a nice thing to have like so nice so many people that just 
nerd and out over so the same shit there's so many people in the community, so there's, like, yeah. so many different personalities. And yeah, for you sure. You might not gel with these people, but there's yeah. definitely going to be some people that you do. Yeah. So that, it's been uh, very... Uh, and that stuff kind of like that stuff like bleeds into the rest of your life too. I feel it's like if you're happy with this thing, yeah, then other things are gonna fall into place. Yeah, I found. I mean, like I I found improv. I had just started at a new job. I was like basically hired as a nanny, but like it quickly changed into like I was a house manager for this lawyer who Did like they have a giant house. Yes, it was a huge house. So I just went every single day and like cleaned his house, uh, like did tons of like random errands took his daughter wherever she needed to go like stuff like that and then I had he kind of didn't need me to be there as much but he like wanted to keep me around so he like so I ended up becoming like a legal assistant at his office and it was the worst like six months of my life and I was like doing improv at the time nanny to legal assistant yeah yeah nanny to house manager to To legal legal assistant so i was like sitting in an office with all these people that had like i mean they're lawyers so it's just like dull 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 um so (laughs) i could not handle it and so it was like i I liked that i had an outlet and they have all those dumb terms like tort yeah tort (laughs) what a dumb thing (laughs) I don't even know what that is. My dad's a lawyer. Oh, I'm like, I don't know ah. what a t- I don't know what a tort is. But I quickly like I I just was like trying to be like open with the universe and like all yeah. of that try it's like cheesy as it is, but I was just like, I gotta f- fucking find Listen, 25 plus is just cheesy. So yeah. say hello to your mantras and all yep. your bullshit yep. and just deep dive into it yeah. and have a good life yeah. from there and out. Yeah. So I uh was like writing things down on like post-it notes to like try and oh, like I love bring you. it into like the future type Put thing. Put stuff out into the universe. Yeah. So then I ended up uh a family friend of mine uh was like, hey, my office is hiring. I think you'd be perfect for it. It's basically a house manager, but it's a showroom. So I like, that's where I'm at now. And it's. And who do you work with there? Oh, um, I work with a, a gentleman named Vinny. Um, oh, who. He probably has a cousin. I'm yeah, sure. I think he has a cousin named Maggie. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought we were like making a reference to my cousin Vinny. No. And I was like, what Kayla is Kayla just so happens to randomly work with my cousin Vinny. And how did we find out? Um, Instagram stories? I think you were, must have been looking at something on your phone or something. You were with Vinny and he was like, oh, I work with her. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. He found out because he said um, he, you were in a show or something at Planet Ant. And oh, he was like, oh, oh. hey, I think one of my coworkers are in a show at that theater you always uh, are at. And I'm like, really? Who? And he told me who. And it was you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I love Caitlin. Well, and weirdly enough, I also know one of Maggie's other cousins. Yes. <laughs> that, from, from So work? it just seems like I'm, well, sta- I'm also I stalking Maggie also half has, of Metro like, Detroit. Yeah, Maggie's cousins are just like all over the place. <laughs> You guys are probably my cousins. That's that's why I don't date because I'm just afraid I'll date one of my relatives. You're gonna have a four fingered <laughs> child. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So now I'm like I feel like I'm in like a the most settled spot right now. Um, yeah. Which is a weird. That's a nice feeling to have though. Yeah. Except for the whole like oh, you're you're with this person for this long. Are you gonna have kid? Like all that stuff. And it's just like. Are you so you're starting to feel that pressure? Yeah, but I'm not. I mean. 
there is no pressure. I'm not having kids. Good, but. good for you, dude. Because like, oh, <laughs> well, there's a, no pressure on my end. That's no, literally, that's yeah. like what I've subscribed to. But again, it's to. like it's the like, whole culture thing of that's like, what yeah. everyone else yeah. does. I'm not subscribing to that. Yeah, like, I've been single for two years now, and for the first time in my life, I've been to a point where I'm like, you know what? It's kind of fine if I'm not with somebody. It'd be cool if I was, but also yeah. it's totally fine not to be. My little brother and his girlfriend have been together for six years, and my mom sometimes will be like talking about like weddings and marriage yeah. and stuff yeah. and they're just like not into it yeah. like they're like people get divorced and stuff and weddings are a giant oh waste God. of we've money. been together 10 years you know how many people i know that have gotten married divorced and remarried in the same time span that we've been together yeah, and, you guys, and look at us we're happy and we yeah. didn't waste a bunch of fucking money exactly so yeah. like my little brother and his girlfriend they're like yeah weddings are expensive i'm not super into it and i've had to just like kind of be with my mom being like don't bring that up. Yeah. That's not a fun conversation yeah, right. topic. That's 100% their business and their life. And if they're going to do it or if they're not going to do it, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. Just because yeah. your generation went through these certain stages, right. it's such we're a... rewriting the rules. We don't need to do that. Because yeah. if I'm happy, I'm happy. And it's like one of those things, too, where it's like people don't even think about it. It's like, what if I can't have them? Why are you asking me? Yeah, That's it's such a, a disgusting thing to go yeah. through. And it's but like there are other to, things to talk about. <laughs> we have to remember, like, up until very recently, that just was what the culture was yeah. with women, was yeah. they talked about their families, their homes, and their children. Yeah. Like, I... I grew up in a big Irish Catholic yeah, family yeah. and my family is all about, uh, you know, at one point you get married, you have kids yeah. and then you start the cycle over, you yeah. know, like that's just how it was. Yeah. And like in those types of families and for anyone really. Yeah. And so now I feel like my aunts are learning like, oh, we can't ask the questions that our generation used to ask because what we the thought world, was polite conversations right. actually the world now not. is largely different <laughs> yeah 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 for sure and yeah so but i felt a lot of pressure growing up to like work my way up until like the family and the marriage and i remember that was like really hard yeah. for me at like 22 to like 24 Five, where yeah. I was just like I'm not married I don't have kids and like like I said when I hit around 25 and I was yeah. just like you don't have to fit into a mold yeah it was like this pressure was lifted off my shoulders where I was just like I always wanted children I always wanted marriage I always wanted that stuff but I'm also okay and accept myself yeah. and think I'm successful if those don't happen right and I'm not gonna force them yeah and it's just been like Oh, that's so okay. valuable. Like yeah. one of the most valuable things that I've learned in my adulthood is like, it's okay to change your mind about things. Oh, and yeah, it's 100%. so empowering. It's yeah. like, oh, actually, that thing that I was planning for myself isn't yeah. going to happen. And that's totally fine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to feel like a failure because of that. Yeah, no. I'm just going to pick up and then move. It's on. also just so difficult because social media is just ruining our. Yeah, but you have to be cognizant of the fact that like everyone is trying to like put on a certain face. Oh, and yeah. Literally. Everybody in the world is batshit yeah. crazy. And, and we're then, all like going crazy yeah. in our mind and having this. Uh, I was just talking to Helena about it yesterday. We were texting. And it's like everyone has the same crazy, like self-obsessed inner monologue. 
no one's really paying attention to anybody right. else. Oh, like, yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, it's. I just feel like it's like this whole like other layer now to like and our when generation. You learn around that same age, yeah, that everyone is going through something. Yeah, it takes a lot of pressure off your back yeah. too. And you're yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it just becomes like the normal to be like, hey, are you like questioning everything that's going are on? You okay but now? like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then everyone's yeah. just like, yeah, life yeah. is really hard. Let's just be supportive yeah. and yeah. So Have you like, gotten over the first twenty five years of your life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You unpacked that shit yet? You hey, done? you good? You good? Because I'm still working on it myself, yeah, but yeah. I've yeah. definitely got I still the got pieces stuff sifted. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, done yeah, some yeah. sifting. I got... Yeah. Yeah, because it's like your only person that you're always going to have is you. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you invest in yourself? Why don't you be nice to yourself? Yeah. And right. Which isn't always easy. It's no, not it's easy, not. but like, and that's another thing that I've started doing in like the last few years. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm allowed to make mistakes and I'm allowed to like change my shit up. And yeah. yeah. And self-care is not selfish. No, no. it's not actually. No. It's, I think one of the smartest things you can do because the benefits are just like, yeah, they'll trickle into every other part of your life. Oh, yeah, for sure. I will wholly admit on this uh, pod for the last like, couple months I've had a lot going on in my personal life in the last couple months and so like I realized like a couple weeks ago that I was just completely on a spiral that Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was on and I was like I had like that moment of clarity and honestly if you have that moment of clarity act on it yeah because if you don't it'll pass and you'll just go deeper down the spiral yeah and I had that like moment of clarity where I was just like oh calm down everything's fine yeah and like since then i've been like on top of it again you yeah. know and then it might happen again and then it's it like will it's, 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 it's oh, definitely yeah. gonna the happen cycle, again but it's nice always, to know be yeah. like i've been here before yeah i've come out the other end yeah yeah let's just sit in some gross feelings for a while and uh recognize that that's not gonna kill us yeah yeah and that you're gonna be okay ultimately mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's Life is hard, and everyone has a different. And, but it's universal. We all there. we all can relate oh, to yes. something on some level. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Can't that's why we have this podcast. So we can talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Aww. I love that. Well, what a lovely sage. Yeah. How do you feel about your episode? I I think okay. You feel okay? Yeah, I think, I think so. you did a great job. I don't yeah. think I there was nothing. I'm sorry too that I messed up and uh, we had some good stuff <laughs> for uh, 50 minutes. I think that we, we did lost. a good good job we recapping. Recapped it. Yeah, 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 we yeah. recapped it. So um, we have like a little like fun <gasps> segment at the end. Called good on you because I always forget about this. About um, that is called niche quiche, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just like what you're vibing at the moment. Um, something that's maybe not 100% mainstream that you're a little yeah. obsessed with. Or maybe it is mainstream. Hmm. <laughs> it's your niche. I have been very uh, obsessed with the Spotify algorithms. <laughs> and those yes. like year and things where um, they're like, here's your stats. She sent me like five songs. Yeah, no, I like I it. Cannot I, I let I have the like feature. So if I've listened to a record, it'll just start playing something similar to what I like or what I follow on Spotify. And um, it's been very distracting because I just have like been very overwhelmed with like a bunch of like new music that I the thing is, too, is I don't know what any of it's called at the moment because it's been like the last four days has been like five new artists. I sent Maggie a bunch. (laughs) 
but I go through that on Spotify too, where I'm like, oh, I like the sound of that, and yeah. I'll add it to a playlist, and then I'll like share it with someone, and people will be like, oh, who's that? I'm like, I have no, I have no I, idea, but not I a like clue. It. But I have been singing every word yeah. to this song yeah. for three weeks. I I'm constantly having to go back I don't to like know who the new is. the new people. That's always that, so much fun, though. Yeah, I love that shit. You got me onto Casey Musgraves. Oh God. Yeah. Which I'm not a country queen. No, but she but is a great I have been crossover. for the last several months. She is a good a crossover playlist. for pop country, but she is yeah. just perfect. She, she is. is. But I really, really love um, what's her face that I keep throwing down everyone's throat? Marin Morris. Mm. You Mar- sent me that and I was trying to remember the name of it because I was like, I have that somewhere and I haven't listened to it yet. That girl album will knock you right off your goddamn seat. I'll listen to it it's when I leave. It's so good. I had it on repeat for weeks, weeks, weeks. Dang. It's so I feel good. like you're always at a concert. Your Instagram. I have like- gone. We were just talking about how many uh, good musicians like artists that we saw this year was like you are at everything that i like was like that'd be fun maybe i'll buy a ticket like this year was kind of the year of like if i want to go the only one that i was super bummed about that i didn't get to go to because i had a show was uh the tegan and sarah tour they did i like i'm obsessed with them and they did a uh they had just released a record and then they released a book at the same time and the album that they put out was a bunch of old songs that they had written in high school and they like reformed them like a a bit differently but like the whole record is like a lot of like just the words that they had to say when they were that age so it's very interesting um but then they wrote this book and it was like this tour where they were like talking and like performing and that was i was super that sounds cool yeah um Um, i'm going to ask you mm -hmm. without feeling at all embarrassed will you please start inviting me to your shows that you go to randomly because i would love to just dance with you and uh yes steve and yeah, fun to go to yes. yeah oh, we went to God. carly ray we went to carly ray jepson so fucking jealous her new album was uh um, <laughs> like i it loved bops it all the way through and i definitely will see your instagram stories of songs <laughs> it's like Okay, if Caitlin likes this, I need to at least give it a listen. And so that's why I was listening to that whole album. And it was so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, we we went and saw her. And when we walked out, we were like contemplating good for her, going though. to Ohio the next night to, to go again, again. Because it was so much fun. Because it was a different style from her other albums, I felt. And it's like, this is... Yeah, Fun. and she's just like really embracing like who she like it like she's never gonna get more famous than she is. Yeah, and I and think she's, she's like, this is what my thing is, yeah, and I'm and gonna she's just, just do leaning it. into it. And I'm so like, let that be it then, because I love. I, yeah, I don't know if I am or am not into Carly Rae Jepsen because I don't know any of the music I listen oh, to. Oh <laughs> God, yeah, she she might be on a list or twelve. Cut to the feelings, good. Uh, in my room, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah. What is the uh real love is like my jam i want to put some roller skates and on and a roller rink no and julian 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 yeah that's a great mm, one mm. love yeah uh anything else that i'm into right now i was talking earlier about how i'm watching fuller house right now and i'm like very embarrassed but you, like. you're enjoying Why? it right a year yeah. ago mary beth uh colbix would have been <laughs> on this with you for years. But she jumped off the train? No, she's probably still on she's it. Still but there. I mean that was just like her focal point of conversation with Fuller House. <laughs> yeah, I I love a cheesy like I love predictable sitcoms and oh, yeah. You need to watch Grace and Frank. I'm a little like foot I'm like halfway in, halfway out right now cuz I I don't it 
there are so many cheesy moments. It's getting a little too cheesy. Yeah, but yeah, that is something I'm <laughs> kind of into right Speaking now. Speaking of cheesy, I, I'm into garbage television right now. Mm-hmm. I've been on the wagon for quite some time, <laughs> and I blame Jenny um, Sosha and Mitch Sosha for putting me on this wagon, even though I've always loved garbage TV. But yeah. um, I was off of it for a while. Yeah. Um, but now I'm back on, and I, for Christmas... AKA post Christmas, Amber uh, Hunt, which was last guest on the show, bought me season seven of uh, Drag Race. Watched it in two days. Wow. It was very good. Um, also, season seven of Vanderpump how, Rules. How, just far, came on how far are you? On which one? On Vanderpump. Vanderpump. Right now, um, James just got fired, and the mom showed up. He gets fired all the time. Yeah, James just got fired for calling everyone fat and being a dick, and then his mom showed up and was like, "Lisa, you're like his um, parental figure." And she, this was like the one moment I loved Lisa Vanderpump. She was like, "No, you're, you're his mother his figure," mom. and I was like, "Dude." Well, the reason I ask <laughs> oh is because the next season's coming out on Tuesday. Yeah, but it's not gonna be on. Hulu until next year. Well, I was just saying, like, you could come over and watch. Okay, hello. Yeah. I'm into Never it. Never watched Vanderpump, but my mom and my sister. Oh my god, please watch Vanderpump. I it is... totally get how from the outside it looks because my I only watched Vanderpump because I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I was telling my friend Jessica to watch it. And she's like, I will only watch that if you watch Vanderpump. So we like traded shows, mm-hmm. and I was like, ugh, this is. This is insufferable. Yeah. These are old people that are acting like they're 19. Yeah. And then once you lean into that and then you realize the whole point is that you're not supposed to like them and it's like you're hate watching it. Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah. It's a phenomenon. It truly is. It's a reminder of who not to be in life. Yeah. I have such a hard time because I am such a sucker for reality TV. I love it. Oh, so are it. you like you're afraid that you're going to love it too much? Yeah. It's just like one of those things where it's already like I already have a hard enough time keeping up with the stuff I want to watch. Gotcha. Yeah. So There's too I much. Can't. We're in the golden age of television yeah, right now. There's a lot of content so to watch. so much. But, oh, yeah. Give me if The Bachelor is on on a TV Ooh, and I'm sitting there. You're a Bachelor for, girl? I because used the new to be, season is coming out. But I can't because I get so sucked in. Okay, well, can lean into that and uh, be into it because Amber Hunt and Mitch Sosha and Jen Sosha, all of us are like Bachelor Nation because of Jenny and Mitch. Well, I think Amber watched it before, but they brought me into the fold. Mm-hmm. And there's an app. There's like a whole like an app for like um like a bracket it's, thing. Yeah, oh it's like God. fantasy football, but for the Bachelor. Oh so okay, I never got into the Bachelor Ugh, or the Bachelorette. Every time it's oh, no, on, I, have I don't want to be like a total downer, but as a gay kid, I couldn't yeah. get married until 25. So like the idea of a television show where they're like all these people don't know each other and the prizes to get married i was like i'm not interested yeah, in that. yeah but yeah. i'm not gonna poo poo all over like because it's like i like it's the housewives ins- it's, it's fucking ins- insufferable it's insane <laughs> so, but so like what's the thing that draws you guys in for the bachelor oh the i wasn't i'm not uh, what drew me in was watching an episode and just feeling like all these people are unhinged i have to follow their <laughs> yeah. <dream."> okay, okay. <laughs> like, like, yeah. all these like especially when it's like the girls it's like they're all when it's drinking. the bachelor and yeah. all the contestants are women what, it's crazy to me, though, because, like, I, I obviously I know how reality TV works. Sure. Like, everything is so produced. Like, 
all of that shit is like well they waited an entire season to show us that one bachelor jumping over a goddamn fence yeah and like i know they kept and that was the one i kept would turn it on and be like i need to see every episode they'd be like next week and he's jumping the fence but we don't know why yeah and then i'd tune in next week (laughs) like literally i just wanted to know why he was jumping the fence and then they made you wait a whole year it didn't. He didn't jump over that fucking fence until the last episode. I watched an entire oh, series. Oh, I got gotcha. Yeah, an entire season just to watch him fucking jump. Yeah, a that's fence. how they get you. But yeah, there's just some of these it girls. They're, they're not even. Girl, I haven't watched one with the guys in a long time. But they're just. They're like it's like cuckoo eyes. You look into their eyes and it's just like. Well, did well you I mean, watch it's been on TV for so long now that like it's like a thing no, where they're like, there's a formula, there's a game oh, plan. Yes. Like those people that are on that show, they're like, we've got a tactic. Yeah. Whereas like in the early 2000s, it wasn't the same show, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, okay. Have you guys watched Unreal really quick? Have you watched the show Unreal? What's that? It's basically The Bachelor. So like it's a TV show. It's a scripted series. It's a drama, and it's. These people who are producers who work for a show called like Enchanted Love or something like that. And it's obviously The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And it's actually like fascinating, like all the background things. It's like there's like a bunch of different producers and they're in charge of like different uh, contestants on the show. And it's like them trying to help them like move along and like all the shitty shit you have to do in order to like stay on the show. But I highly recommend it. If you guys like the bachelor, you would probably really enjoy unreal. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Last night I stayed up until three in the morning watching. <laughs> Don't fuck with cats. <gasps> okay. Okay. Did you watch that? No, we got two minutes in. <laughs> I was nauseous. I get it. Two get minutes it. in. And lately, I don't know. I had a panic attack in it, chapter that. two. It had nothing to do with the movie, but like, so now I'm like super put a, sensitive. Put a, put a pin in that. Cause I want to talk about that as okay. well. So I've been like super sensitive to what I watch lately, which was like, that's why I was like parasite in the lighthouse. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch these movies. I did, but, um, so we're starting that and I could you could feel like he could feel I was getting anxious. I could feel him getting anxious and they show just that first shot and I was like, Nope, no 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 And that was it. But then we turned it off and I in my head I'm like, but I need to know the story. No, go back because um They don't show anything. I know that's a lie. That is a lie. They don't show the cats getting but they don't show them getting killed. They don't show them But they don't you hear it? No, the, it's more of a thing where like the woman is watching it and then she's like kind of describing it because I wasn't I was in the exact same situation as you I was like why is it that I can watch a person and hear about people getting killed but I can't well keep okay, watching no, keep watching, watching, keep watching yeah. uh, don't fuck with cats because everyone cries only at the animal getting killed by the way and not eventually something else worse happening yeah but um stick with it because we turned it off at that point too. We were like, we can't do this. My and friend we did the same thing. And we went somewhere and when we came back, we were like, should we I can't stop it? thinking about yeah. it because you have to watch it. It is <sighs> so fascinating. Then, it's like, so well done. Oh my God. Please live tweet me the last episode because at the moment, at the very, very end, the last thing that is said, you're just like watching and then all of a sudden something happens. I'm not going to say because I wanted to fully fuck you up. And then as soon as it happens, I was just like, oh, my God. I have to and didn't on. you have those thoughts like the whole time you're watching like this is kind of nuts that I'm watching this and this is like right, a thing right, right, that right. people consume because mm-hmm. that's yeah. like true crime shit. That's so popular now. And I'm not really into that, but I was into that. And then because of that, I watched um, 
kidnapped in plain sight last night. Oh, that oh, abducted in plain fucked. sight. Oh, abducted in plain sight. I yeah. haven't watched that yet either, but yeah, I heard it's that super is, fucked. Oh my god, fucked those parents up. in the seventies need a hug. Yeah, damn. But also, a fucking book or something. They were so dumb. <laughs> and by a hug, I mean from like someone with a law degree. Yeah. D- uh, did you watch Making a Murderer? No. Um. That one. So I. I was. That was like the next thing that popped up after I finished uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. And then I looked at it and it's like 10 episodes each season. It's like, I only want to dive into these things for like an hour to three hours. I don't want 20 hours of it. I can't like it's just too heavy on my soul. Yeah, too much. Okay, I think we should log off because I don't. But really quick, I want to talk about. So like you. Wait, what? (laughs) I said, I think we should log off because I don't know if anyone cares about this anymore. (laughs) People care about this shit. But so you saw it chapter two and that affected you. It not the movie. I think it was the being in a there's something happened. I was like it had nothing to do with the movie. It was just me where I was at like mentally and then like being in a public place and unraveling Wait, is dude, like a scary it, chapter two dude. like as in the clown movie yeah. yeah so we went to go see it after work i was like fine and then um like halfway not even halfway through the movie i like had to get up because i was it was like, such a I dark was, movie i was in a like i couldn't i was like in my head i wasn't even paying attention to the movie and then like the movie was like bothering me and i thought it was really bad so i was like that was like a problem and then i was like I'm unhinged and I'm in a public place. I need to get out of here before I make a scene. So did you leave? Yeah, we had to leave. I went through a a pretty similar thing and that's never happened to me at a movie, but spoiler alert, the movie opens with a gay, like a horrifying gay Yeah, for no reason too. It doesn't even come back. book, but like it, it's not the same way, and yeah. it, it went way too fucking far. I didn't far. see it because it season one fucked me up. When <laughs> uh, I, was I loved the first. I well, fucking loved so the, the first. It was a remake. The first one was so much better. Oh yeah, really good. No, so but it, I like tormented. I'm me. terrified of clowns, and part of it is because of that movie. So me even seeing the reboot, I was like, "This is gonna be a I, lot." I was less scared of clowns as I was blood coming up the sink. Ah, okay. Don't see chapter two because there's a scene where they use the most blood that they've ever used in a horror film. But anyway, so it opens with a gay hate crime. I have never been in a theater before where I was triggered watching Mm -hmm. a movie and I had a full on panic attack during that scene. And I like my whole body like went to a cold sweat. I had to like focus on my breathing and not look at it. And I was with my friends and I remember having the thought, I'm like, do I need to get up and get yeah, out of this. Yeah, I got theater. up. Like, I had to nuts. get up and I went to the bathroom and I never get up to go to the bathroom. So then Steve knew something was wrong and then I was like fidgeting and then I was like, I got to go get some water. And then I got up and I went and got water. But yeah. It was, it was I, and, I, and I like was obsessed with like looking up stuff on the, I'm like, I can't be the only person that's no. having this yeah. reaction. No. Because like, I'm usually like really like, I was like, what do you got? Yeah. Scare me. Yeah. And that scared the shit out of me because it's like, <laughs> gay hate crimes are a real thing yeah. and this could really fucking happen. Yeah. I can, I'm having the, hardest time right now coming up with it but like two years ago speaking of movies that like altered your life forever like two years ago this movie came out and it was with um fuck i have like no details about shit um who was in it what's her name uh (laughs) the lady with the face yeah it was the lady with the face it has hair she has hair for a minute (laughs) no okay so she's like a pop star she's a pop star but it like starts at her childhood and moves oh you're talking about uh vox lux vox lux fucked i fucking love vox lux with natalie portman oh natalie portman okay so 
and it's got a great soundtrack. Uh, I didn't that see it. Sia did you all didn't the see movie. it? No. Sia did all the, the music first, for it. Oh. The first, like first and foremost, the first half of the movie is like one movie, and then the second half of the movie is another movie, mm-hmm. and it's it like plays in reverse. So you see the credits at the beginning, and then it moves forward. It's very bizarre. It's weird. Yeah, but, but like it. the beginning is like her as a kid and to why she is where she is now, and her as a kid was like in a school shooting. And they play it so real. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never been in a school shooting, so yeah. I don't know. But like, it it felt so real to me that I was literally like, I'm sorry, yeah, but I was, cannot be. It was yeah. a it was a rough start to the movie, but I also thought it was like a pretty interesting. It's like this is so like, and then the second half, she's an adult, and it's Natalie it's Portman, like and it's showing like now. she used to be like a happy go lucky kid, and then like she wrote a song to like unite everybody after the school shooting and then like she became famous because of that song mm. and then she comes she turns into like a huge like Lady Gaga-esque like oh. pop star but then she's like a horrible person but she's oh. still fucked up from that moment yeah. yeah and she's just like selfish and shitty and the music's great or actually the music's horrible because like the whole point is that she's just like got crappy pop music right. but Sia does all the music and I love Sia yeah. so I was like I like this yeah yeah, but I feel like that's just like a theme now for movies where they're like Shock. let's plague you in the first two minutes and then uh, we'll tell you the story after that yeah but yeah. yeah it was movies which was much like don't fuck with cats it was yeah. like let's start this with uh you know started a hundred and <laughs> started a hundred and, I feel and then like we'll ease you back into this other narrative yeah i feel like it's like how can we fuck over that whole narrative that like if you start here where do you go up from there yeah. where is there like because no, everything's let's go always so yeah, heightened yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, it is. It messes with my emotions, and now I have to go cry. Uh, <laughs> and with yeah. that, I guess we should just and so end I can our thing so you can go cry. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, thank you for being having on our episode me. of Vulnerability, Caitlin. This yeah, was great. Love, thanks for having me. I love you so much. I love both of you. And sorry again for fucking it up in the beginning. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.